And hopefully me sharing my philosophy and my like, you know, three rules or three things that really helped me get these returns um, helps you just absorb maybe some pieces of philosophy you like, you know, discard what you don't like, but just gives you a different way of thinking about stocks and investing that can help you get um, some returns as well. So without further ado, let's get into it, Flight Crew. I'm going to reveal how I managed to get a 50% return this year. And at number one, the thing that really helped me is just understanding how to get the returns of the market, how to mimic the market returns through index investing. I think when it becomes any situation, when it comes to you trying to beat the market's returns, the first thing you must ask yourself and understand is how do I get the return of the market? And then when we're talking about the market, what we're specifically talking about is the S&P 500. Um, how do I get that return, which is around seven to eight to nine percent return every year? So if you look at ticker symbol SPY right now, um, you can basically see what happened in the market. You go to year to date, type in SPY stock right on Google. You look year to date, you'll see that the market was going up and up and up. And in uh, around March time, it took a huge dip, had a low of 30% at one time, 33%. And then now as of August, September times, we are up 7 to eight percent year to date so my whole thesis in investing is i always at least want to get the market return because on average i know it's going to go up eight percent um in the year so knowing that i want to get at least eight percent and you do this through index investing that's etfs the easiest way to do this is every paycheck every two weeks you buy ticker symbol spy Regardless of the market goes up or down, ticker symbol SPHD, ticker symbol QQQ, these are all index uh, ETFs that basically um, try to get the market return. And you buy that every two weeks, whether the market's up or down. That is how you mimic the return of the, of the market and at least get that 8%. So that's my first thing. It's called dollar cost averaging. You know, obviously, some weeks are going to go down, some weeks are going to go up. But if you just keep buying an ETF every two weeks, your dollar cost averaging, you are going to get that market return. And you're going to beat most traders, to be honest. Like I would say 90% of anyone who's trying to pick and get the returns of the market, you're going to beat them. Now, number two uh, thing that really helps me get the 50% return this year right now, September. Um, this is thinking about asset allocation at different stages of the market. <clears throat> so what I mean by this is, so before in 2019, 2018, my portfolio was mainly just ETFs, right? And in 2019, I started to see things in the market that were indicating a recession was coming up, right? So because of this, the main one was on Google Trends, the word recession was trending and history showed that recession trending on Google is one of the number one indicators that a recession is coming up. So seeing this was coming up, um, I wanted to make sure that my portfolio was ready to withstand a recession. So what does that mean? In around September, October, I moved a huge portion of my position into cash. I also started buying way more bonds and way more gold. I went from around like a 70%, 80% stock position to like maybe like a 30 to 40% stock position. So I'm young. So of course my portfolio is going to be more aggressive because I have a long 
time <clears throat> to be investing for the rest of my life so I can really afford huge volatile dips in my portfolio. But the main thing is, um, you know, I was getting ready to be in a position where if the market dipped around like 7% or maybe 14%, I would have a bunch of things to buy. Um, and of course, number three thing that really helped me is whenever I had a market opportunity, I saw like some sort of arbitrage opportunity in the market where it wasn't priced correctly, I would just increase my leverage and buy a lot. So when February and March started happening and the market started to dip a lot, um, I started buying and buying very aggressively. So not only was I buying tech stocks, but I was buying triple leveraged ETFs. Um, and this was very against uh, market convention because the market was dropping like 5% every day. So I would buy a triple leveraged ETF and then like a week later, that position would be down like 10%, 15%, right? So I was really, really, um, you know, just buying based on where the market was because in my calculations, I'm like, the market is down like 20%, down 30%. Sure, it could drop to another 40 um, but it rarely has gone past 50%. Sure, it could drop to 80%, but like just looking at the economy and what was happening in the economy, I didn't see rich people losing money like in the big old uh, 2008 crisis where a lot of rich people went bankrupt. It seemed to be a recession that was mostly focused on um, people who are making under $40,000 were going to be mostly affected. And because of that, I know that mostly upper middle class and rich people own the stock market. Like ten percent of the of the people, ten percent of the people in the states own like eighty percent of the stock market. So, because of that, I know those ten percent of people aren't going to be affected that much by this recession. So, I found it was a very great time to increase leverage. Um, so one of the things I want to highlight about you know my real things that really helps me um, invest and really help me um, you know get a fifty percent return is I never really had an income goal every month. I never really was trying to do like five percent or ten percent every month. Instead, I was just trying to make good trades. That's it. Good buys, good trades, good buys, good trades. So whenever I would see a company that was you know didn't really follow like there was a couple times where like um in the stock market like there was one time twitter exploded because of uh an earnings call but facebook's earnings call didn't happen yet so i just loaded up on a bunch of facebook and then facebook exploded from like 180 to 210 um there's a bunch of times like that during the market where a lot of these i'll call them comparable companies like you know facebook amazon uh all the big tech companies even though they're in different industries they move in unison. Um, they're very correlated when it comes to their returns. A lot of times I saw one moving, but not the other moving. And I just picked up the other one because I knew it would eventually follow. Um, there's a lot of times like that. And I think just understanding, um, you know, where you can pick up those little market opportunities, you're going to overperform. Also, one of the things that really uh, helped me overperform is just my thesis in general. And that's that I think the two companies that are going to basically rule the world is Facebook and Amazon. I think it's it's not even close. And with seeing the explosion that Amazon's having right now and Apple's having right now and Microsoft's having right now, Facebook has a market cap of seven hundred billion, Apple has a market cap of two billion. I think there's no reason that Facebook's market cap can't be the same as theirs. Like like honestly, like 
when you just see all of the capital that's flowing in the markets right now, there's nowhere else you can put your money. Um, the Fed's basically says that their interest rate is going to be low for the next 10 years. Basically, we're going to see a flood of money in the stock market. Um, as right now, it's the only place you can put your money. You can't put it in bonds. You're not going to put it in GICs because of inflation. The best place is going to be stocks. So for the next 10 years, basically, everyone's just going to be putting their money in stocks. And we're going to see these companies all start to get valued around like $2 trillion. Like I, I think just seeing Apple break that threshold, we're going to see all these companies go there. So um, that's basically my three tips. You, know? um, you mimic the market returns with index investing. Then at different cycles of the market, you um, switch up your asset allocation. So right now, as the market is at all time highs and exploding, the asset allocation you want to have is more from just having a pure stock portfolio to having more of a stock plus gold portfolio. Right now, I'm still not buying bonds, and that's because you know the interest rate is so low. Bonds will eventually, you know, make it to my portfolio again. But right now, no. I think stocks really have a great run-up time. But I think right now, gold is the obvious investment. And then anytime the stock market drops like seven percent, um, you're loading up. You're loading up on more leveraged um, stocks, whether that's stock options. You're loading up on triple leverage ETFs. Um, that's my strategy. Um, would I recommend that for the average investor? Probably not. I think putting risk in your portfolio makes a lot of people not sleep at night. So I would not do that if you're not a risky individual. Maybe there's only like, you know, 10% people listening that I'd ever recommend stock options or um, triple leverage ETFs. But this is just something that, um, you know, can really help you just being aware of as people are doing. And of course, you know, as I said before, my third thing that really helped me was just increasing leverage and decreasing leverage at the right times, right? So when the market's at all-time highs, all those triple leverage ETFs, all those stock options, then I start selling them and I start reallocating them to either cash or gold or different industries. Um, so that's how I got my 50% return. What I'm expecting to do in the future um, to keep up my return and solidify it is really just diversify. Right now, I'm really heavily weighted on tech stocks. So as you, I said before, I'm looking in companies like Arc. Of course, I'm looking at companies like Berkshire Hathaway. Of course, I'm looking at companies like Gold, um, Nordstrom, all these companies to diversify slowly out of, even Foot Locker. I'm just looking at these companies, seeing if there's a good time to buy. And eventually, I want to start switching to them. Um, I really like um, you know, looking at these destroyed industries like the travel industry, there might be some buying opportunities there. So maybe I need to increase my position in uh, Carnival Cruise Lines or, you know, start buying some wind resorts. But for now, I am just looking in the sidelines and buying gold and Nordstrom, basically. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. Why is that? That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning the Uneducated Investor Podcast.